Welcome to the Love Life Podcast, hosted by Jack and Sheila Harper. This podcast is about love and passion for life. Save One was founded by Jack and Sheila in the year 2000 to help men, women, and families recover after abortion. The Harpers have a real passion to see lives be healthy and flourish so that those lives have a lasting impact on the earth. Join us for the next few minutes as we talk about the subjects that impact our lives and how we can together find and keep better spiritual, emotional, and mental health by loving life. Here's Jack and Sheila. Welcome, everybody, to the Love Life Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Oh, man, it's good to be with you guys again. (laughs) I love every time we get to do a podcast together. Jack, you're you're my favorite interview. Well, that's pretty (laughs) scary, I think. (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) No, listen, seriously, we are loving doing this. We want you guys to experience the people and the subjects that we have uh, been able to just cover in this year and then beyond that not only you experience it but share this with people sign up listen to the episodes sign up so traction with this thing yeah yeah and go and uh subscribe to it and then watch our social media channels as well look for save one on facebook on instagram youtube twitter uh, look for us all those places because we post every time we get a new episode, we post on there. So we would love to have you guys. And now we're recording this together. Where are we right now, Jack? You want to tell everybody? We are in. Do you know where we are? Uh, <laughs> where are we? <laughs> We've been so many places. <laughs> we're in Indiana somewhere. Yes. South we are Bend, in Indiana. South Bend, Indiana. Yes. And I'm not are. playing. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> we have been in some cities this year. Yes, we have, but it's been, all been good. And this yes. episode, I'm so excited about because this episode is something that is near and dear to mine and Jack's heart. It is a subject that we're asked about a lot because, and we decided to let you guys in on this area of our life that we have up until this day kept very personal and not personal. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and it's not for any reason. We didn't say like, Oh, let's keep this personal. It's just, I didn't feel like anybody would care to know, (laughs) but uh, we did a subject that needs to be talked about. Exactly. And I just, I didn't think it was that big of a deal what we did because it's kind of like a system that you and I just developed through reading books and developing our leadership and that type of thing. And so I didn't think, I didn't, yeah, and I just didn't think that uh, people would be interested. But when we talk about the subject with people and what we do, they're always amazed. And that's so incredible. Yeah. So today's subject, you guys get ready for this. In April or May, May is New Year's resolutions. (laughs) We want you guys to take those New Year's resolutions that you made, even the ones that maybe you're not following up on. And just put them right in the garbage. <laughs> That's really good advice. <laughs> it's the best advice I can give. <laughs> so we we just think that with our minds, we, we, we are just somewhat geared to quitting and failure when it comes to resolution. I, I agree. It's like somehow that word resolution is something you do and then you quit on it three months later. It's like yeah, a big and, joke. and it's okay to do that. 
Yeah. And it's, you're not getting accomplished what you want to when you quit on it. But actually the word resolution means to resolve to do something like you're setting your mind to do a thing. So resolution doesn't mean quitting in three months. You know, it means you're resolving your mind to do something. Well, and when I said it's okay to quit on it, I don't mean that it's okay to quit on something you've resolved to do, Mm -hmm. but it's the mindset of every, like this, you know, it's like the, the general mindset we've been conditioned to think if you make a resolution at the beginning of the year, it's okay to quit later. And it's really not right. Those, those resolutions really were something important that people wanted to change in their life or add to their life. And, but then this, this mindset of it's okay to quit on it, that that's kind of permeated our society. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's like life gets busy and, and things get in the way and July rolls around and half the time we can't even remember what we resolved to do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But we started realizing like, as we talked that we needed accountability and measurable goals, not like uh, throwing out a goal, like I'm going to be nicer to people in 2022, you know, like, well, how do you measure that? You've got to have some type of method to lead you to that specific goal, like a road you travel down. And then when you have checkpoints along the way, and you write down those specifics, not only does it encourage you, because you see that measured progress, but it's exciting and it makes you want to keep going because you yeah. keep hitting those check marks. Yeah. And this is what we've been doing for several years. So we've seen some unbelievable growth in, in both of us and in yes. some of the areas that, that we are operating in. And then we've got some areas that we're still working on. So right. getting better, getting exponentially better because of this method is something that we want to share with people. Right. So the first thing that we do is that we we both have these notebooks. We have these small books and we call them our goal books. That's That's what they are. They go, they go everywhere with us on all our trips. You can guarantee. I I actually, I am never without my goal book. I (laughs) keep it with me all the time. I'm serious about that. Mm -hmm. And those those, that goal book is we sat down and visit with that thing every two weeks yes and so we're going to talk to you about some of the titles of the goals that we have and then even with the titles there's subcategories under that we Mm -hmm. don't really call them subcategories we just have things that come down the page there that are goals under each of the headings so let's just Sheila, talk about the titles and some of the things. Well, at the top of each page, we write the area of our life we want to set a goal in. So like some of our titles include save one. It includes health. It includes finances, personal, our writing goals, that type of thing. And so as we're talking, be thinking about some of your titles. Those of you who are listening, be thinking about what are some of the, the listings at the top of each page that you could put down? What are the different areas of your life that you're responsible for? And then make that a listing at the top of the mm-hmm. page. And that's the yep. only thing you write at the on that top line. That is an area that you will set a goal in. And, and listen, include hobbies 
as well. So they get worked yeah. into the into the mix because you don't want to just focus on work or you don't want to just focus on one thing. Include those hobbies so they don't get thrown to the wayside. Yeah, there has to be some diversity in what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. It's not just we we don't want to have just a like a business mindset or we don't want to just have a financial mindset or we don't want to just have a personal health mindset. We want all of those things in our goal book because all of those things make loving life easier with us, right? That's right. That's right. So so the first thing I want to say is that you get your categories, but then you have to have your spouse. If you don't have a spouse or you want, uh, if you don't have a spouse, then you want to get a friend or a family member to talk, to be your accountability partner in this. And that partner has to be somebody that you trust to see this area of your life. So you have to be very discerning about who you pick in that because you don't want to reveal some very personal things to somebody that you don't trust. So you want Mm -hmm. to make sure it's somebody you can talk openly with and decide if that person person can be realistic with you, that they can challenge you in the weeks when, you know, in in that every two week follow up measurement moment, you got to be comfortable with them being able to challenge you and say, you know what, we're, you're not doing very well in this. You've got to, to make some changes. Yeah. And, and you've got to be okay with them saying that to you because right. it's hard to take that correction sometimes, but you've got yep. to be, you've got to realize that by taking that correction, you're bettering yourself, but yep. go ahead. You sorry. Have, no, no, that's great. And then you got to be realistic about the goals that you're setting and you got to be willing to talk with them and say, is this real realistic? Like, like if you have zero savings or zero in your retirement account and you want to say at the end of the year, you want to have $2 million. Well, then maybe they want to <laughs> say that's not realistic for you right now, but what if we could, what if we could put this amount of money every week and then see where we are at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. You know, you get, you just have to be able to trust them and you got to be open and honest and you got to be able to take, um, feedback that is love and care yes. for you by telling you, look, you got to do better about that. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice. Uh, it's an accountability partner is a huge key in this, but a good goal is it to have is one that you know will stretch you, that you yep. may have to sacrifice Absolutely. for, but you're willing to accomplish because a good goal it does. You, you A lot of times you have to sacrifice. You may have to sacrifice time or you may have to cut back on something to make your finances get lined up. Like like just for example, I've had a goal for many years and the staff, the Save One staff all knows this. I talk about it every year. Probably this is probably the fifth year in a row that I've had yep. this goal to start 100 new chapters of Save One in one year. And guess what? I have yet to accomplish that goal. (laughs) But let me tell you, setting that goal makes me work harder. It makes me stretch further. And because I'm talking about it all the time, I hear the staff talking about it. It's their goal. They know that this is our goal for this year. And last year in 2021, we started 47 chapters in the middle of COVID when a lot of the churches were still shut down. 
and a lot of the pregnancy centers weren't getting together. We started 47 chapters. And I mean, you could look at that and, and think that I would be disappointed or feel like I failed. But when I look back in my goal book, and see all the work that me and the entire staff did to reach that goal. I know if we we hadn't set that goal, we might not have gotten that far. Like we, uh, we almost started 50 chapters and you better believe this year it is set as a goal again. And I'm going to set the same goal again. And eventually it's going to be reached because I don't think it's an unrealistic goal. It's just a really hard one that I yep. will keep on and keep on stretching to reach. Yep, and we're not hating ourselves because we failed or even if you've got those resolutions out there that you quit on and, and you know you were working toward and then mm-hmm. the, the year got all messed up and you've been measuring or whatever, just check the progress, celebrate the wins, celebrate each chapter that we started. We've yes. done that. And we're thankful for those 50 chapters. Yeah, me too. So after you, after you go through and you get your, your subjects for each page, your title for each page, I think we have 10 pages in our book. I think so. About that many. Yeah. 10 macro goals, I guess. Then we, then we start writing the goals with our accountability partner, which is Sheila and I, your accountability partner. We sit down and we go through each one of the goals under that section. Some of the goals we have are for health. We strive to lose weight. We strive to keep our body conditioned. And, um, you know, last year, because of that, then I, I ended up losing about 40 pounds. And I'm so, so proud of you. I yeah, lost nearly, I, I lost almost 30. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's, that's tough to admit but if had we not had the goal and we had not had those moments when we followed up on the goal and looked at each other and said where are you and what's going on did you work out uh, each week did you mm-hmm. make sure that your food intake you know when we had those moments and I knew those moments were coming it makes a difference in how I, I treat that's myself. right that's yeah. right and another goal is how many days we're going to spend fasting So a lot of times people don't think about that, but it's like already it's April and and you could think like, oh yeah, I was wanting to fast this year. And it's like already it's April, but if, because we have these fasting goals, we we're seeing them in front of our face every two weeks, we know that we're going to fast or that we have fasted. Uh, Another goal is how many days we're going to spend resting how many dates we're going to go on, (laughs) how many times we can be purposeful with friends. So you get the picture. Mm -hmm. Not all the goals have to be those things you strive or like you strive for, like we said earlier, but rather just kind of making sure your life has balance because Jack and I both, like if we did not uh, for sure take a rest day every seven days, we would work nonstop 15, 16 hours a day, seven days a week if we could, because we love our job yeah, and we love seeing the results. So plus we travel. So if we're not purposeful with our friends, we could look up and realize it's been like six months down the road since we've had real community with people we laugh with and love. So mm-hmm. it's not like we, you know, put them on the calendar and say, call this friend. 
we just make sure we're being very <laughs> purposeful with our friends. <laughs> I, by putting them on the calendar and calling our friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though. And, 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 and I just want to just say two things real quick about our friends and about our dates. Our, our calendar and the amount of doors that God's opened for us to walk through and to minister in, in places that we could never get into without his leading and his guidance, mm-hmm. it creates a calendar that has us moving constantly. And we could let that calendar overtake our, our dating and our spending quality time with each other if we didn't make sure that we on purpose had that as a part of our life. Mm-hmm. So that's right. If you, if you heard that and you go, they have to like make it a goal to date each other. <laughs> we spend literally every waking yeah. hour. Yes, together. we do. We do. And then we sleep together too. That's pretty cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're never but, apart. But we're never apart. We have conversations all day long, every day in the car. And so most of it has, has very little to do with our, our personal relationship. It has to do with business and it has to do with ministry and it has to do with work and, you know, all of these things. So we have to be intentional about making sure that we separate some time Mm-hmm. For us to look at each other in the eye and for her to tell me how much she loves me and she can't do without me. That kind <laughs> and of how thing. cute you are. Well, yes, and, yes, and yes. too, one thing you have to remember is when you're in ministry, it's like a lot of times all you're doing is pouring out. So it's like yeah. you're giving out and you're giving out yep. and you're giving out. That's and good. a lot of our That's friends really are in ministry. And so it's like we see them just pouring out and pouring out. So you have to be intentional about those times where you're just closed in and you're making memories, and you're laughing together, and you're removing yourself from the ministry situations, and you're just having fun, or you're experiencing Mm -hmm. a good meal, or you're seeing an incredible musical, or, you know, whatever it is that you like to do together. But uh, let's talk about financial goals. Financial goals, they are very measurable, and they Mm -hmm. are easy to write down. Like, you may want to pay something off, or get out of debt, or add so much money to your retirement, or, you know, buy a new car, or get a down payment for a house, like all of those things. And you could say, I want to have enough money to get a down payment for a house by the end of the year. But like October rolls around, and you, you haven't done anything. But if you have have written it down and measured it and had weekly goals or monthly goals, then it stays in front of your mind and you're using this system. Your accountability partner is asking you and you're able to really make it happen by the end of the year. And at the end of the year comes and you're so happy because you have, you have done what you set out to do and you wrote this measurable goal. Like Mm -hmm. for example, we, this, this is such an incredible an important subject to us. We started to record this podcast in December of last year because we were like, oh, everybody will be setting their resolutions and we can have it available in January. But we didn't want it to get lost in the white noise of the new year and all the resolutions people set. So that's why we wanted to release it now. So things are calmed down. 
You may have written down some resolutions and you're remembering those right now, but we're encouraging you to pull them out, really look closely at them and realize like, are these measurable? Have I taken steps toward these resolutions? And if not, like Jack said, just get rid of them. Yep. So think about what it is that you want to accomplish this year. Are you specific in the goals to make that happen? And if you're not specific within your goals to make that happen, then whittle the goal down until you find something that has a specific figure or a specific measurement and then make that the goal and then make yourself accountable to that and to your accountability partner. So just just to show you, like one of our goals is being purposeful with friends. And I know we, we and I mean, I talked about that just a second ago, but that it's a gray area, but to be able to measure and have a certain amount of times that we're together each month. So that includes calling and checking on friends. It includes uh, taking care of people who, or just loving on people who've lost a loved one or making sure friends that we don't see as often that we make an effort when we're in town to be able to go out with them. So this isn't just something that we can get a check mark for. It's being purposeful. And being purposeful, that's hard to say, makes our lives so much better, so much better. So don't don't um don't make don't make this thing like if you don't wake up one day and all our friends are gone to other things without us, don't let that happen to you. We don't want that to be the 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 thing that happens to us so we want to be purposeful with them does that make sense yes but like you were saying just saying being purposeful with friends that's not really measurable until you say I am going to get face to face with at least two of my good friends every month and then you can get those checked off and then you start to realize like oh my gosh this is so great because I'm making sure that I am having fun and I'm having community. And so it just works beautifully. Uh, And we're very passionate about this because we have seen it work so well in our own life. And so just to recap, because we're almost out of time, but just to recap, once you've spent some serious time deciding what areas of your life you want to set goals in, then in each of those sections, write down the goals you want to accomplish that are specific and measurable. Make sure they are measurable. And on some of our pages, don't we have like five or six goals yep. written out under that category? Yep. So like, yep. you know, with, with um, I don't know, with health, we may want to work out so many times per week and lose so many pounds per week. And Hike so, so many times per yeah, year. Hiking yep. so many times per year. And so it's like you write down several goals under that, specific category and then find that accountability partner we talked about earlier and set a consistent time to meet so you don't want to constantly be changing when you meet you want to know like every Monday morning at 6 a.m we're going to meet you know or whenever it is that you guys set ours is set like Jack said for every two weeks and then have a phone call or a face-to-face meeting or something for you go through each page and go over what you did during that time 
to get closer to reaching that goal. It doesn't have to take a ton of time. You can go through in 15, 20 minutes each page, you know, like the whole thing with your accountability partner, if you just stay focused and and work through it. But this is just an incredible time of growing and stretching yourself. And not only you benefit from this exercise, but everyone in your sphere of influence will benefit because you're bettering yourself. Yep, that's right. So start talking about and keeping up with these goals all year. You're going to see some tremendous change in your life. What We want you to live your life, your best life, yes, and love life on a greater level. So when you start clicking these goals off, you're going to gain confidence and your mental health is getting stronger and more productive. That's, That's what right. happens. We believe in you and we know that you can do this. Yes, yes, you can. And we would love to hear your progress too. So let us know how you're doing. Write us, email us now. At the end of every episode, we give a love life tip of the day. And we can't think of a better love life tip than to take your list of resolutions that you wrote in January and throw them in the trash and start start setting goals. goals. Yeah. Goal set. Someone who sets goals this way keeps yourself from comparisons to other people and feeling like a failure. This keeps you comparing correctly. And that's just against yourself. Did you improve this week? Did you move the ball forward in business with your family, in your finances, in every facet of your life? So this will lead you to a more healthy perspective of your life, which will help you love life on a greater level, which is the entire goal behind this podcast. Yeah. So until next time, thank you for joining me and Jack today. I, I, if you have any questions about this subject, please feel free to contact us. I hope you guys are smiling and loving life. And will you take a minute and whatever platform you're listening on, will you write a review for this podcast? We certainly would appreciate it. Share it. Be watching for our next episode, helping you love life on a greater level. Thank you. We love you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our audience today on the Love Life Podcast. Please share it with your friends and check back often for the next podcast or subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.